Welcome to She Represents. I'm Jazzy, and this is in conjunction with the Dallas Weekly, all sponsored by She's Happy Hair. Today, my guest is Major Katrina Shedd. She's uh, with the Dallas Police Department, and we wanted to feature you today because you've worked your way up the ranks, and I want to start by saying thank you for coming in. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, and what made you decide to go into law enforcement? Well, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't one of those uh, little kids that ever thought about becoming a police officer. It never crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I actually, at 19, uh, uh, got a job with the city, and I had the opportunity to meet some really great people, uh, some chiefs, some deputies, and uh, the people working within law enforcement at that time. And so they encouraged me uh, to join the police academy. And so at the time, I was really not thinking about it, and, and one and, and one occasion, one of the uh, deputy chiefs came down and said to me, you should join the academy. Uh, you have the right mindset to be a police officer. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you have the opportunity to just transition back to the current position that you're in. Oh. And so as time went on, uh, I was in junior college at the time. And, mm -hmm. and uh, when I obtained the right amount of college hours, I applied. And that's been uh, 24 and a half years ago. Yes, so, that is amazing. It, it's been a great experience. Yeah, and you know, not only are you a woman, but you're an African-American woman. Yes. And you've made your way up the ranks in a male-dominated industry. And there's so many uh, young girls out there. I, my sister has said, I would like to be a police officer, but she's kind of <laughs> apprehensive about being in a police car, having a gun, mm -hmm. having to confront criminals. It takes a lot of courage and strength to do something like that. So what advice would you have for other young women who might be interested in going into the field but maybe a little bit apprehensive? So I think if you're a little bit apprehensive about joining the uh, law enforcement field, uh, education helps a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of things that the, the media shows you about law enforcement that's really not factual. Uh, this job is a blessing because you get a chance to impact the community. Mm -hmm. uh, you get a chance to be that person that young uh, men and women see mm -hmm. uh, as the quote-unquote heroes of the community. Um, I think we sometimes get a wrong perception of law enforcement. So you need to in invest the time in learning what law enforcement really is about. I mean, when we say protect and serve, it really should be protect and serve. Absolutely. Uh, that is the mission and the goal of every law enforcement. It should be across this nation. Um, so if you have officers who are actually currently here and they don't understand that, they need a little bit of education too. But for anybody who's apprehensive, especially females, there is a certain dynamic that females bring to law enforcement that has been missing for many years. Mm. Uh, there is a balance between making the right decision based on what the law says yeah. and then making a decision based on what's best for that person. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, oftentimes law enforcement uh, in the past has made decisions based solely on what the law says. And, and a lot of times there's other reasons why you should make uh, a different decision. Right. So, and women bring that mm -hmm. to the table. Mm -hmm. we, we, we really do. Well, I, I really hope that uh, the women listening may consider it if they are interested. Um, now, since I have you in, I must ask because it's a really big topic on social me media in people's homes and everywhere, which is the police um, in the community and how there's, you know, people saying oh, they don't trust the police and the community is kind of pushing back, you know, protesting and just different things like that. So what do you think um, the police or the community can do to bridge the gap 
because everybody wants one common goal, which is to um, stop crime and to help people when needed. So um, 21st Century Policing uh, was put together under President Obama, uh, put it together, and the first pillar is uh, building trust and legitimacy. And for police departments, we have to, first of all, acknowledge some of the things that we did in the past. Uh, if we're unable to do that, we can never move forward. Uh, the other parts that we have to do is hold ourselves highly accountable for our actions. Uh, we have to be transparent. Um, if we make a mistake, we have to acknowledge those mistakes and uh, be empathetic mm -hmm. about whatever the outcome was. Uh, if we are not uh, on that direction, then we will forever be in the place that we are in now. Mm -hmm. um, police departments around the nation understand what 21st, policing, 21st century policing is, but the act of doing it, mm -hmm. actually doing that, being accountable, being transparent, being in the community, and not just saying it, you know, to check a box. Mm -hmm. um, you are a part of the community, and that's, so I think that's why it's valuable to have people who were from the community yeah. to join the police department. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a, a misunderstanding about what a certain group does and how they respond. Uh, you learn that as you were coming up mm -hmm. in that same community. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of value in that. Uh, police departments have to reach out and get those folks into the police department. Uh, right now, we have a lot of people, like you were saying earlier, that have a desire but are apprehensive based on the things that they've heard. Mm -hmm. It's our job to go out and reach out and get those people and bring them in. So there are several things that a police department can do, but bottom line is transparency, mm -hmm. accountability, being in the community, and actually trying to make the appropriate impact uh, on the community. Yeah. So. I'm a big fan of community policing Absolutely. because I, I feel like I, I follow Officer Norman and he's in Little Rock. I know. Yes, I but know. It, it's kind of, it's true. It's like if you're someone that the kids see every day mm -hmm. after school or uh, the people, the homeless people walking around, they see you and they know, okay, that's Officer XYZ and they cool, but if you do something bad, they're going to get you. Absolutely. You know, you have a relationship with somebody. So if you're used to the homeless person that you see down the street, you know they're having an episode. You're not going to attack them a you certain understand type of way. You're going to say, hey, right. man, you know, you're having a bad day. You're, you're going to approach them in a different way. Absolutely. And so I, I really do think um, well, I'm a fan of community policing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that uh, we incorporate more of that into Dallas, um, although you kind of mentioned a little bit of that. We, we do, and we try and make an effort to do that. But, you know, oftentimes officers get caught into uh, being police officers, answering calls, making arrests and things like that. And the... Unfortunately, the vast majority of the police officers don't get the opportunity to be a part of the community events. If you are, it's up to that officer mm -hmm. to invest themselves into that community. Yeah. I had the privilege to work in, in uh, projects for about the first three years of my career. Okay. And so there wasn't, wasn't anybody in those projects that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. They had issues, had concerns, mm -hmm. even on the level of committing crimes. You know, mm -hmm. I could educate them about that. Mm -hmm. Even when they had needs, mm -hmm. Christmas needs, mm -hmm. uh, food needs, or Hey, somebody go to the school and, and, and uh, talk to their kids or even take their kids to school in the morning when they mm -hmm. couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that, as a young officer, you should learn. Absolutely. Because that's the foundation of being Absolutely. a police officer in the community. So, mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we don't get that opportunity a lot of times. Right. So I was just blessed to have that opportunity. Right. Well, if you're interested, uh, is Dallas Police hiring? Yes, absolutely. We okay. are always, always hiring. You know, you can get on DallasPolice.net, and there's a lot of research that you can do on the intranet on out on the internet for that site but i would encourage people to get a a bird's eye view of what we do 
we have a, a process called a, a ride observational ride, mm -hmm. and you can actually get in the car and ride okay. for a shift on any day you want to, any shift you want to, mm. and in any area. We have seven patrol divisions, okay, and you can ride and ride. And you'll see what officers do, how they respond to calls, mm -hmm. how they, how they, how it's not every call is not a high intense mm -hmm. call. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of times you go out and you speak to people, you talk to people, you engage with people. So unfortunately, they show only the other part. Of right. It. So right. But I would I would highly encourage anybody that's interested to do that. Right. Well, I'm I'm speaking with Katrina, uh, she shed and. Um, she works for the Dallas Police Department, and I know this is completely off topic, but I got to ask because there's a rumor okay. that says when police are sitting on the highway and they have to get so many people. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> they so, got to give tickets to so <laughs> many people before they can leave for the no, day. No, 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 no. So what, normally what you'll see is those officers are mainly uh, traffic enforcement officers. They work specifically only traffic. Well, So if there's an accident, a hit and run, or there's a speeding issue in a certain community, we are really responsive to what citizens tell us. So let's say if a neighborhood says every everybody that comes to this particular stop sign, they do not stop. Okay. And so can you come here and monitor this stop sign and make sure that they stop? Mm -hmm. And so they'll hide behind yeah. the corner. <laughs> you run the stop, you run the stop sign, you get a citation. And yeah. so what that does is that starts to teach people that it's very important that you stop at this location. Exactly. And so that's why you'll see officers kind of what we call running traffic or uh, write citations for running red light stop sign because there's been an issue in that community and we're responding to that. I see. All right, so. well, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before I let you go, though, I noticed that you do a lot in the community. You even served on the board with uh, Roosevelt High School Absolutely. as the president. Absolutely. Uh, what other community initiatives do you do? So I have to give a big shout-out to Roosevelt High School Collegiate Academy. I, I love and adore uh, that group. I'm actually still the president of that advisory board. Oh, okay, great. Uh, even though... I went to Carter High School. Uh -oh. that, that's my heart. I went to Carter <laughs> High School, and and so uh, and I do uh, um, some. I have been in Carter High School and been involved with some of the students over there. It's just when the collegiate academies open, mm -hmm. uh, Roosevelt called first. Oh, and so, <laughs> I see. So, but I'm, I'm still Carter at heart. So uh, I still serve as the president on on that board. I am a part of the advisory board for City Year. Okay. And City Year also goes into DISD schools and and uh, helps trouble troublesome children. Okay. Our students who need uh, a little more help pull to the side with their college, with their high school um, work. Um, so I've been a part of that for two years. Mm. Uh, in addition to that, uh, one of the other things that I do that I'm, I'm very excited about is I'm a part of the Salvation Army oh, Advisory Board. I didn't know and that. so that's another group, uh, that's another dynamic. You know, it's not for students, but uh, it's for those folks in our community that need the most help. Mm -hmm. They're homeless and people who need you know, better education, better job training. Absolutely. And so uh, uh, food services. Mm -hmm. And so I've been excited about that. I've been on there for two years now. And so mm. for me, uh, through the duration of, of really my life, I've always been a part of some volunteer uh, advisory board or some committee. Even as a, a very young lady, I did a lot of uh, mentoring of uh, young ladies for um, a couple of groups. Mm -hmm. my, my background is uh, in counseling. Oh, yeah. okay. My background is counseling, and I've always been interested in, in juveniles. Hmm. And so this is the way that I get in yeah. to be able to talk to yeah. uh, juveniles. Uh, yeah, I think it's absolutely wonderful. And um, I, I, I'm proud of the work that you do. Thank you. Uh, and I think it's great for other women to be able to look up to you. 
and say, look, at, I could be this one day if, you know, you're paving the way for other young girls who look just like you. Well, I so I thank you so much for coming in. If somebody wanted to reach out to you, ask you some questions, maybe get you to come out to speak or anything yes. like that, how could you be contacted? You're welcome to call me uh, at uh, my office number is 214-670-4413. Or you can actually call my cell. Just about everybody has it. It's 469-223-2817. Okay. You're putting your number out on the radio. Oh, though. you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody has it. So oh. it's, it's, if I'm going to make a real impact, then I must do that. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Um, if you'd like to be featured of what she represents in conjunction with the Dallas Weekly, please go to our website. Submit your information at thebeatsdfw.com. If you want to pick up a copy of the Dallas Weekly, you can at dallasweekly.com. And, of course, this has all been sponsored by She's Happy Hair. Thank you. Thank you.